Hello and welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And me, Chrissy, a Eurovision old timer, also from the UK. And me, Maddie, a Canadian in Eurovision. Subtle plug. Why have I never used this before? It's so obvious, and now I'm just like, this is it. Um, this is another one of our main episodes where we take a look at a, I want to say grand final, but it's not a grand final, because it's a time when Eurovision was just a one night. It's a pretty okay final, I think. It was just called The Eurovision, that was it. It was The Eurovision, as Terry Wogan kept calling it The Eurovision back yeah. then. Yeah. Way back when. And now we're only uh, one and a half years old. Uh, I'd just like to say, boys, the very first set ever of the beer scores. Look at that. Mm. Written in 1989. There they are. (laughs) There they are. So, and and I've even got our our scores from back then. And, uh, you know, so I'll see how it matches up with mine. And the answer is not very much. (laughs) Oh, well. Never mind. I mean, yeah, I think I would need a lot of beers to go near. Yeah, quite, many quite a lot of, of them. The, uh, yes. Performance uh, from 1989. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. This was the best year ever. Ever. <laughs> I'm ever. sorry, guys. This was my suggestion, wasn't it? But I, but I think the um, it was worth it for the fashions alone. Oh, my God. There's one that I cannot wait to talk about. Yeah. You guys Some know of those exactly mullets. which one. Some of those mullets, just, you know, yeah. If you yep. like a mullet or even a skullet, yes, this is the year it. for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, all on that note. Yes. Okay, yes. Well, so, we, we start off with uh, Mr. Wogan talking about 600 million viewers, and now, now we're happy to get nearly 200 million. Yeah. Our times have changed. Less choice yeah. then, though, I guess. Well, I didn't I didn't hear Terry's um, uh commentary on this although i remember it quite clearly because he was very facetious i remember when they 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 homed in on that um um chalet with the person kind of looking out the window he was he was being quite facetious then and you know but i didn't have that i had just had a very sensible you know i think i you know no no commentary whatsoever yeah i didn't have any i didn't have the wogan version either so on that note everything is ruined yeah um, that that Video at the start. I mean, he went on for like ten years. Give me a flag ceremony, yeah. please. Yes, exactly. That's I something I never it. thought I would hear you say. No, but here we are. And yeah, I think he's asked me the second time. I said it on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> give me a flag ceremony. You know, things that Chris never says, but now he has. Yes, it did. It did go on and on and on and on, didn't it? That eight yeah. minutes until we got Saint De- Saint Celine of Dion. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't even go right into the show. It goes into last year's winner, which yeah. I am fine with, because in my opinion, Miss Queen Dion did. I literally have it written here. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break the rule. Celine, motherfucking Dion. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just. Yes, I'm Canadian. I'm allowed to love Celine Dion. Yeah. Uh, unashamedly, and yeah, she's the highlight. But she's but the highlight she, of this entire show. But she was miming, darling. She was. I don't care. Singing. She's still. Everyone else was too. But she's still. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They were all singing no, live, which is the, why we had some interesting experiences. The thing is, though, even if she was miming, 
Celine Dion is like Sam Ryder for UK Eurovision entry this year. We know that she could have sung that easily without even hesitation. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't it. even need to open her voice anymore. Yeah. Just let, she just let, projects that voice enough. inside your head. Yeah. Yes. I've written, good Lord, but she has a cracking set of pipes on her. She should try making a living out of singing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? That's actually like, it, is that actually your listing from back in the day? Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> she should make a go of this. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> and I do think, you know, her outfit in this is a bit better than the strange um, jacket and puffball skirt when she won the previous year, which was a bit odd. Literally written right here. Why didn't she wear this last year? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of giving it to that poor person from what Belgium, yes, <laughs> stuck in that awful dress. Yes, oh. Oh, was it? Um, the the Barbara Dex Awards. Yes, Quite. yes, the original Barbara Dex. Yes, so. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, if she'd worn that last year, the in year prior, Rita Bagger would have never been able to recreate that look. No, <laughs> and that's a Eurovision reference. Uh, no, that's a Drag Race reference for like ten people. I got it. Quite yes, I didn't. I'd just like to say that at the time, I also had a perm, just like Celine and quite a lot of the others had at the time, because they were very much de rigueur at the time. I could probably find you a fabulous photo of me with the long shaggy perm. I can see, boys, that you're really, really excited at the thought of that, so I won't rush to get it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, but I'm just, I think we, we all have our, our very strong opinions about this particular show. Yeah. But I'm just I'm really curious to know what people's tops and bottoms are. Okay, okay, <laughs> let's go like, for it then. Is there a difference? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I feel like I feel like there was like four or five really obvious choices for the top in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't know if most people thought that. So Well, yeah, I'll tell you I'm what, curious. I'm gonna bagsy going last for delivering my tops. Okay. okay. You want me to? I can go first. Yeah, go first, Matty. Go first, I'm Matty, bossy. Please. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, number one, Finland. Loved it. So good. Finland with a Spanish guitar. Oh, yes. When the, what the, kind the, of the, weird world are we living in where this beautiful tragedy happened? And it was <laughs> like, it was so dumb. But it I loved so, it. It was so blatant, wasn't it? It was kind of, oh, we're, we're going to, we're going to dumb, you know, dumb down our usual urge to do hard rock and we're going to go straight for the southern european vote yeah she's just like i i loved her she was a drag queen without knowing what a drag queen was yeah she was like just she had what a, little a weird nose. combination of spanish literally spanish music just ripped out yeah. and then like song in finnish the Finnish language yeah. over top, but it still sounds Spanish, but it's yeah. very clearly Finnish. It yeah. was so weird, and I loved it. I'm just like, also, this is also, the kind of creativity that I want. But La Dolce Vita is Italian, so they were singing a Spanish tune with Ita- with Italian and Finnish words, and yes, quite. I put them sixth, so I, I also yeah. quite liked her. But she had a funny little nose. Her nose went like that. It was a little bit local. For the listener, uh <laughs> yeah, for the listener, Chrissy is basically looking like a member of League of Gentlemen. <laughs> yes, exactly. She had a little t- tip tilty turned up nose, which yeah. was quite strange. Where was Finland for you, Chris? I mean, for me, like, you know, Spanish song. Well, well I put it um, fifth. Like, a yeah. Finnish song, but a Spanish song sung in Finnish? Like, yeah. shut up and take my stupid money. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so fifth and sixth. So we don't dis- madly disagree with you there, Matty. What about your number yeah. two? Uh, number two, I actually have Yugoslavia. 
because yeah. it's it's a fun bop and it's different. It's not a ballad, thank God. Yeah. And yeah, this is kind of one of my issues with with when Eurovision has a lot of ballads, anything that's different will stand out and I'll usually like more. Is yeah. this my favorite Eurovision winning song? No. No. Is it my favorite Eurovision winning song that happened this year? By proxy, yes. So is it, is it your favorite ever winner by Yugoslavia? Yes. Uh, <laughs> It's the only one. one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I feel like there's other songs from Yugoslavia that I have liked more. Yes. So but are they the official winners? No, that's fine. In the uh, version of the uh, broadcast I was watching, which had Terry Wogan's commentary, he did say, it's hard to believe we've had 21 songs. No, it's really not. It really was not hard to believe we'd had 21 songs. We, at that point, we'd had 78 songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But it's cheesy. Fuck, it was a wake-up call after yeah, the was. bilge we'd had like, for three songs in a row beforehand. Yeah, and I, and yeah. I really th- I think their last placing helped with the, with the, the votes that they got. I think a lot of people were kind of, oh, yeah, exactly. They um, woke startled out their yes. seats. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. And, and, and so, Matthew, what's your number three? Well, I, I, I divided up my songs this year to A tier, B tier, C tier, and then uh-huh. D tier, because that's what I do now. And you do I like have, ranking things. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I yeah. like when things are ranked. Right. Uh, Denmark uh, is my third. Who oh, were that, they? Oh, she was, that was something the middle aged looking lady in the red yes. dress. Yeah. I have her glamour Cloris Leachman. That's what yeah. I have written down. Uh, Chlor- she's- yeah, I think I liked it just because I literally wrote here finally a bop. Glamour Cloris Leachman, very fun and energetic. And then. I guess I didn't realize what was coming because, yeah, my let's just say my C tier grossly outnumbers everything else. Yeah. I have three songs in A tier, four songs in B tier, and two songs in D tier. Yeah. So, yes, you've got And the rest is just this mediocre middle, middle of the pack, gray, beige candles. Yeah. Well, I, I have referenced Kelly Marie when I'm talking about Denmark because there's um, um, a song from the 1970s where she's got Kelly Marie's a, a buxom lass and she's got a couple of uh, male backing dancers who do all this business with white gloves on looking faintly mad. It's called um, uh, Feel Like I'm In Love. And that's what I said, you know, two Kelly Marie style lads. In fact, the whole thing is a bit Kelly Marie, old fashioned and naff, I've written, but competently performed. Yeah, imagine just realizing that she actually came in third, didn't she? Yes. Hmm. So, so you you were um you know more more in touch. She's about halfway down for me. Yeah. What about you, Chris? So I put Denmark. So they sent uh they sent Berta Kia with the Mala Bien Rolf. Oh, sorry. I, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Really, yeah. Um, I mean, I put it fourth. I enjoyed it. It was like you know cheese board kind of levels of camp. It was very cruise ship. Yes. Yes. Very Jane McDonnell on the cruise ship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed like the ending. Like it was like dum 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 dum. Yeah, and then she stuck her leg ah. in the air, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Well, do you want my top three now, boys? Heck yes. Well, my number one was Yugoslavia because I just liked it at the time, and yeah, um, yeah I just you know. I, 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 it was all jolly, and um, um, they the girl, soft rocked your world. Yeah, exactly. And and you know who who doesn't like the yoga time? She was she 
the, the stylist, I have to say, I'd like to give the stylist a medal because it was one of the most together-looking um, looks for a band, you know. Um, it wasn't... I've hit here, all in all, the stylist deserves a medal for the overall look. I should have worn my yoga tights, said, yeah. And the singer girlie, I've heard her interviewed, and she said she was heartbroken because they made her cut her hair. She had lots and lots of long hair. And they said, no, 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 you know, the, a short look will be what you need. Um, but she said afterwards she realised that they were quite right and that, that the, the short look had helped. So, yes, they're my top. And then I have to confess, um, we've, wa we've watched 1991 together, but I rather liked old... Um, um, Austria, although I didn't like his lilac suit. Um, Nur ein Lied. Um, Thomas Forstner, who a couple of years later came plum last in the Allura one. Um, but uh, This is I, that guy, isn't it? Yes, the same guy. And he had a, a dreadful lilac suit, but he was rather cute. He was cute in that way that 12-year-old that girls like, that whole David Cassidy um, you know, quite girly, <laughs> quite girly looking, not at all um, threatening, you know, sort of Luke Skywalker. See, you say look. David Cassidy. I, I, I would go more David Copperfield, or more to the point, Lance Burton. He looked like he was going to come out and do some dove magic. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, he was just, just, just a cute young man. I quite like that. And my third came second to bottom in the real thing, which was Turkey. I liked Turkey. I have them fourth. Thank you. Yeah. So bada, 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 bada. But yeah. I was just like, I felt like I was in a video yeah. game. Yeah. And it's like, I'm approaching the very Middle Eastern inspired boss. Yeah. And yeah, that song starts I, playing. Yeah. I, yeah, I just liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Manic Abba, I've written here. Manic two Abba. girls wailing and two chaps singing normally. Mad conductor. Yeah. I weirdly quite like this. Well staged and performed. That's, you know, I just thought it was, you know, competent. And quite memorable. I actually thought that Banabana was a song that Chris would enjoy. Yeah. So I'm curious to know He's where he is. He's looking worried now. Yeah. So so that's my top three. Mm -hmm. Come on, Chris. You've got you've got that look on your face that tells us that you're about to blow us all out of the water. Well, Matty, you would be absolutely correct. Of course, Turkey I am. Turkey was my number one. Oh, heck <laughs> yeah! I knew you were expecting us to rake you over this one, I, I and it turns right. out we all love it. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I, I, I fell in love with Timur Selchuk because, I mean, that guy, I mean, honestly, quite frank, he, 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 he was intense. It was quite something. Like, most conductors, I couldn't give a toss about them, but him, like, camera on him, please. Thank yes. you very much. He was, he was, yeah. he was so, going, he was like conducting that orchestra, like the energy of like 30 to 50 feral hogs. He had BDE before anyone knew what that was. Like that was yeah. BCE, big conductor energy. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, my note here is, am I a turkey stan? And then uh, just the fact that their diction, holy crap, that's so good. You could make out every syllable when they're singing like 80, 90 syllables a minute. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Yes, they were, they were, they were, they were, they was robbed. You know, to come they second were. to last. Yeah, that w did not belong in that yeah. position. And like the, the guys with their hands on their hips, like little teapots throughout. Mm. You know, yeah. one of the drama. It was like and one a of them was very handsome. Yeah. yeah, one of the chaps was very handsome. I, I quite enjoyed that. So yeah. yeah, I feel like this could easily slip into a tier for me. Very few songs could, 
I think the only reason it didn't was because it was earlier on in the contest and I still had high hopes. And I was just like, I want to leave room. And now I'm just like, I'm never going to make that mistake again. I, I made that mistake by ranking, uh, no, well, numerically ranking things quite, not low, but kind of middle of the pack, leaving yeah. room for at the top. And like, exactly, and the top never came, yeah. So unfortunately, we're not going to rake you over the coals for Turkey. So who who's your second and third? In second... Um, I put Da Vinci with Conquistador. Okay. Oh my God, they're my bottom. You, you, come on now. I have them in seventh. That that was not the worst song. That absolutely nowhere near the worst song. It was a keytar. It had a keytar. What more do you I need? I feel like her 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 voice wasn't super strong, but I loved her attitude, loved her presence, loved her outfit. I'm just oh, like, she, this is giving me like, cool. yeah, she was giving me like goth Carmen Sandiego vibes. She and I'm just like, I'm here like, for this. Magenta from the Rocky Horror Show is what she looked like. Yeah. I, 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 the Rocky Horror Show is one of my favorite ever musicals and films. So I'm okay with that comparison. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's a, a compliment for me. I'm sure uh, I've her. told you that my 60th birthday was Rocky Horror Show show themed and we, we were all wearing you know yes is that where we're my... going next year for your 60th birthday is what you're saying uh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh well done matty yes so yeah yes so yes we we we're big fans of the rocky horror show you know um now i have written here um a group of six but she can't hit the notes it's painful it would be quite good if she could sing quite magenta in the rocky horror show completely ott hats and shoulder pads oh dear oh dear it's the singing that really put me off in this. It wasn't the song or even the look, but the singing I thought was dreadful. I don't think it was that bad. Musically, it reminded me of uh, Corolla uh, with Fangar of um, know, Stormy Vind or whatever it is. Huh. Yeah. 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 Musically, I'm um, also a couple of years prior to that, but it did give me those kind of vibes. And obviously, you know, 1991 Eurovision, you are going to get songs that belong in the 80s because that's how yeah. Eurovision worked back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everything sort of lagged behind a few years. So I think it made sense that a 1991 song would sound like an 89 song. And, you know, she was giving me like 80s Madonna cool. I enjoyed it. And it was camp. Yeah, very very Madonna-esque. I could, I could for sure see that. Right, but like see. upscale and, uh, you know, Madonna. You know, I do a little bit of camp. I mean, it's a better production than what we got when Madonna actually went to Eurovision. Oh, dear. Shall I look the appearance oh, I didn't, I didn't of comments from 1989? Um, sorry, the appearance comments from 1979 looks like Jerry Hall with big tits is what's, what somebody's written here. I can't believe any of my girlfriends would do that. <laughs> yes, so the, four, <laughs> the four of us are getting together in three weeks' time, so be warned. So who's who's your number three my, then? My third place I gave to Sweden, who sent Tommy Nielsen with Endag. Yeah. It was a low-key power bot. I have him sixth. I have him fourth. Uh, I've, I've got, I haven't got many notes on this because over time it was like sandwich. It was a, it was a filling in a shit sandwich. Yeah. You know, or reverse shit sandwich. I think a shit sandwich is good shit and then good, isn't it? Whereas he was like the, you know, it was like a reverse of that. It was like shit song. Oh, Sweden. And I was just like yeah. vibing and just enjoying it because finally something was half decent. Yeah. And then went back yeah. to the absolute dog dirt of the other songs. Yeah, I, I have a discount Michael Bolton. Yes. That being said, he's still yeah. in seventh for me. Yeah, 
And there's only one song in my top seven that hasn't been mentioned here. So mm. I'm wondering if you guys have that, like, I wonder if you guys dogged that one. Yeah. Can I just say, how dare you call him a discount Michael Bolton? Michael Bolton is a discount Michael Bolton. <laughs> That's, well, now he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my now God. He very much is. We're going to well, have a talk one day about the American Song Contest because I, I have thoughts. <laughs> No. I, well, my thoughts are pretty well known at this point, but they're not getting better. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Ireland. I had Ireland in fifth. I'm just wondering where you guys have uh, them. Second to bottom. Okay, yeah. So so you dogged one of my top choices and one of Chris's top choices. Yeah. Yeah, Ireland and Portugal are my second to bottom and my bottom. <laughs> yeah, I put Ireland in 20th. Like, I just... Yeah. Bargain basement Phil Collins. Yeah, and he couldn't, you know, and it just looked awful, and it looked awkward, and um, yeah, and and that girl was kind of hanging around him, not doing very much, and just oh, sort yeah. of pulling, yeah. pushing him, and pulling him, just like yeah. making him sway. Yeah, yeah. and his, I just I wanted... was really distracted by his stupid little ponytail. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have to share my notes on this one. Very talking cool. heads, woman is accessory. What is his weird dance swing? He's Frankenstein esque, and then finally has only recently discovered use of his limbs. So <laughs> that was my opinion of Ireland. Yeah, still, I still like the song though. And but... I've written, I've written ponytail alert with four exclamation marks on here. Yeah. So yeah. Can we talk about the other ponytail alert? Because I feel like we're going to end up talking about the other ponytail alert. Well, well we are we, we talking we, about the UK? We've got to come Maybe. home for that, haven't we? Yes, yeah. But he's Maltese. He's not English, so we'll just point that out now. Oh, is that why he took part when to uh, try and represent Malta not yes, a few he's years most ago? De- Ray oh. Caruana is most definitely Maltese. I said, <laughs> I, 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 I met um, the bloke who plays the purple guitar in Live Report uh, at the 1993 Song for Europe. And he was very upset that I couldn't remember his purple guitar. But we only got like one shot of it. So, you know, <laughs> what can you do? Should we should we switch to bottoms? Because I feel like there's going to be some. Well, you've you, you've heard two of my bottoms, so can we can we just do my so Portugal are oh, yeah. my bottom bottom bottom, then Ireland are my second to bottom What's bottom, bottom yeah, and then I've got Luxembourg third from bottom. I also have Luxembourg third from bottom. Yeah, and the public has Luxembourg third from bottom. Yes. So I'm um, noticing a theme, Chris. Chris, don't ruin this for us. Yeah. Don't ruin this for us. I I'm in the middle of a pack twelve. Ugh. We had a golden okay. opportunity there. Yeah. That's okay. I've written, um, yeah, she had that rock hard hair, didn't she? She it must have had yes. so much gel on it that, you know, and I've written, she looks like a banker at a Christmas party. She had those kind of, that kind of skirt and jacket, glittery jacket combo. Song is fairly awful. Very unflattering outfits. Lots of mullets in the band. Yeah. What, yeah. I mean, not just a mullet, I mean, the second scullet of the night from the trumpeteer. Oh, yes, the baldy, long-haired uh, like, trumpeter I've written here, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a choice. choice. Just to shave it off. If you're going bald on the top, shave it off around the sides. You look yeah. much better for it, yeah. unless you're the comedian Bill Bailey. Yeah, or unless you're... You can um, never get rid of his weird hair. <laughs> or you can, unless you're Riff Raff from the Rocky Horror Show. Again, yes, Riff Raff from the Rocky Horror Show. He can pull yeah. it off. Yeah. Um. I Look, the song was not the worst of the evening. So that's why I put it middle of the pack. It was definitely, so my arbitrary score of 100, it was definitely sub 50. So I gave it uh, 42. It's how I say, it's always arbitrary with me. Now, the only thing I did like was her voice. Her voice reminded me of the guy from the beautiful South. It had like a foghorn quality and I kind of like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I've got six out of ten for the singing because I mark the song, the singing, and the look as three separate things. So sometimes we all have our separate systems for ranking yes. things. Yeah, yeah. My no- my only note for Luxembourg was uh, song does nothing for me and I hate it. <laughs> it did plod and repeat itself a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that's your bottom three covered, Chrissy. So who have you got, Matty? Uh, my bottom's Israel, and I'm just going to come out and say it. My second bottom's France. Oh, God, the two children. Yes, I know. The two children. Children have no place at Eurovision. Agreed. Children, right, so we're in a pub. Children belong in a car with a packet of crisps and a can of Coke. Yeah, exactly. Well, I love that they are the youngest Eurovision competitors ever. Yeah. And I'm glad that because they did this, they decided we're never going to do yeah, this again. Exactly. They, they were quite a lot of going kids. back to that car with their can of Coke and, and bag of crisps. Yeah. yeah both of those kids were just, no, no bueno. No, I if either of the songs was even remotely good, I might be more forgiving, but I'm me. They were good songs. The song, like even just reading the, the, lyrics of the israel song because i found the lyrics i translated them it is the most hebrew thing i have ever heard in my life like i bring this king i bring the king a gift or it was it was weird it was a weird (laughs) choice for a song it was i it's not love love peace peace so sure kudos whatever there but like what is this this is like ripped straight from the song of solomon it was very weird and i mean i wrote it's just like good opening because i was just like Oh, interesting. Like, I want to see what these three women do. And then I immediately tanked and just said, immediately hate the child singer. Like, I am so with you. It's like, it's like a little child singing with his three drunk aunts. And they're trying to be like, oh, we're having fun. But just like, anytime that happens, anytime two people share a stage, I'm just going to throw this out there. There will always be a romantic subtone to it. Yeah. It's unavoidable. Even if it's two men, even if it's two women, especially yeah. if it's more than like two people on, there they will always be a romantic look, undertone. They have and to kind of look at each other, don't they? In that way that always implies that somehow. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking like Zala Gaspar, where it's just like, we're going to look at each other and never look away for even <laughs> half a second and just sing to each other's faces, which mm-hmm. I love. I actually, I adore that song. But this, no, like mm-hmm. it's a mom, it's a drunk aunt with her creepy nephew singing a bad song and then france is oh, even God. worse yeah this poor child forced to sing such a terrible song pandering yeah. perhaps still bad yeah those are my notes well i've so just I have written strong opinions about this yeah, so i've written she's 11 blimey i'm glad this isn't allowed anymore and i put like the worst of stage school kids screechy and weird and a bit cross-eyed um it was just awful wasn't it france and yeah and not, in fact, neither of the kids could really sing on the night. And what, what kind of, you know, um, pressure are you putting them? It was past their bedtime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Both of them were a bit high pitched and strained and squeaky. So, yeah, that didn't work either. So for me, when it started off with Italy, I was like, oh, dear Lord, this is bad. And I gave Italy quite a low score. And then next up, we got Israel. I was like. Well, I guess I have to amend my score for Italy to make room at the bottom now. <laughs> because le- you Israel, always go into negative and also Ireland, Israel and Ireland did push um, Italy away from my my bottom three. Because originally, you know, 
Italy was going to be in my bottom three because, I mean, that guy needs to lay for Siggies. Yeah. Well, it's that classic, isn't it? That um, what I call the Vardo Via voice. There was a big um, Italian language hit in 1973 in Britain called Vardo Via. And um, they all sound, they've all got that gravelly voice. Um, it seems to be a, a standard in Italian male singers. Um, you, you, you hear a lot of that. So, you know. Right, yeah, so yes, um, France, France children, and Israel. I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to hear children singing. I don't want to watch them sing on Britain's Got Talent. No. I will watch the kids sing on Junior Eurovision because usually, especially now, recently, there's a decent quality of singer on there. There's been some really good young singers on there. Or you get batshit mental stuff like Bzekabi with Bz. Oh, I like the busy one. That was cool. Bzekabi is great. Yeah. Uh, Sarah is teaching her kids in her class about bees uh, this term. And she's like, Chris, do you know any songs about bees? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> I knew <laughs> this information would come on you. Yeah. Love Bzekabi. <laughs> Yeah. Wait until she talks about. Do you know anyone anything about vegetarianism? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> right. So, so that was. So your bottom three were. Remind me again, Matty. So it was um, France, France, Israel, uh, Luxembourg. Yeah. Yeah. And Christopher, come on. So third from the bottom, we've already discussed Israel and yeah. the god awful screechy nails down a chalkboard child singer singing a creepy song with an aunt or mum or sister or cousin or parents or slash guardian <laughs> covered all the bases there chris uh, yeah i think so. we don't who is she who is yeah. she who yeah. is she yeah. uh to quote nikki graham um, can we just say i feel bad for her because she has to <laughs> pretend to sing and have chemistry with this little screechy weird child who probably <laughs> still haunts her nightmares <laughs> So, he's probably you know a that big, child who's, yeah. He'll be a big hairy bloke now, won't he? But, yeah. <laughs> There's a thought. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, so in second from bottom, I put Germany, uh, Nino D'Angelo, um, the Italian-German yeah. fella. Yeah. Because... Honestly, 19. absolutely fuck this random draw method of placing the artists on the lineup, because you get, I mean, there was a lot of dog dirt songs in this year, so you know, even if it was producer producer kind of organised, you'd end up with a, like bad song after bad song after bad song. But at this point, I was just fed up with the shite songs. So this was a twenty first song on the line oh, yes, on the order. Yeah. So you know, this is part of my theory why Yugoslavia did so well because. There have been so many bad songs before them that were just either boring or dull or terrible. So maybe Nino's song wasn't as bad as... No, it was. It actually was. It was. No, it was. It was was bad. Fair enough. Yeah, Yeah, because it was just bad. I didn't like it. And it was right at the end of the show, so I was just like losing the will to live. And, you know, I, I, I did a run yesterday... And um, I started, I know, I know, and I did more running than I should have done, so I was really exhausted. So um, I was still shattered this morning when I was watching this, and it was not helping me stay awake. You left it until the very day we were recording to watch this, Chris. Oh, you naughty, naughty boy. No, I started last night. I started Mm. last night, so it was fresh in my memory, Mm. and then I was like, I need to go to sleep. Mm. I'm not staying Mm. awake through it. If it had been best quality songs, I probably would have stayed awake last night to watch it. Yeah. You want to know what my notice for Germany? Go on. Decent singer, I guess. 
damning with faint praise there. Yes, what the um, a decent singer. Um, I've written, I've written nondescript song. I can't remember it whilst I'm listening to it. So yes, so we're all quite agreed on Germany. But come on, Chris, we've we've waited too long. What's your number twenty-two? My absolute bottom actually falls in line with the juries. Iceland, Iceland. Oh, oh. I like Iceland. My stand country. Nah, just looks very stern-looking chap with you know. A waistline that, you know, of his trousers that even Simon Cowell would go, come on, dude, pull your pants yeah. down a little bit. That's too high. Um, the Bon Tempe organ sound? Nah. Just nah. Didn't enjoy it. And, you know, this was 20th on a night. So this was, you know, middle of that run of bad songs. I was probably in a bad mood, to be fair. Yeah. Maybe I scored him harshly, but I didn't like it. No, one of the major issues with the song is there was a backup singer who was badly off key. And I feel like that threw the entire song off. Um, I don't think the song was bad. I think there was a note in the chorus that he tries to hit that doesn't quite yeah. happen. I have them in thirteenth. I've got. But I think it's most. I've got them eleventh. Yeah, mm. I think it's mostly just because like I don't feel like his was the worst, whereas Germany, I feel like his was the worst. <laughs> But it's like, it's like we're starting and then it just got bad and then it just got really bad and then it just got, oh my God. And then Yugoslavia came and I'm just like, oh, that's fine. But because it's yeah. followed by, because it's preceded by so much Garhat, yeah. it's just, it yeah. looks better yeah. by proxy. <laughs> now, the guy from the UK act, uh, Ray uh, Karuna, has not minced his words about his feelings about Yugoslavia, thinking about yeah. that. You know, he has said, and I quote, why did they give a maximum points to the worst song in the contest? It's like, it's not the worst song in the contest. It's no. the averagest song in the contest, contest that appeared good by comparison of what it was next to. And he said yeah. it, didn't des- it did not deserve to win, were his exact words. I'm like, no, your song wasn't even that, that great either, mate. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. You're not Denmark. No. Hideous oiled pigtail combo with bald head. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. It was not nice, was it? I said a lot of beers for Ray. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Man, 1989 <laughs> was a year. Ponytail with a bolo tie. Yeah. Just choices. <laughs> yeah. Poor choices, I think we can. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not going to say I hated this year, but this is not actually, yes, I am. Yes, it was not a strong year. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. I, I, well, at least, I mean, but at least it gives us something to talk about, doesn't it? You see, so I, oh you, my, you yes. let you let me choose because I want to spend a bit of time talking about the big five. What? I want to talk about the interval act. Oh, the poor man! You know, <laughs> I do- tell. Yeah, yeah, that was a cho- that was interesting. Um, <laughs> I never thought that crossbows on stage would be entertaining, and I was correct. <laughs> and it was all the setting up, you know, da 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 da, tweak tweak, uh, yeah, da 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 da, tweak tweak, and then it does. It, it, it was impressive, but I'm just like, this isn't circus, okay? Yeah. This isn't anything that's remote. Why? Why? Why was this chosen? I want. I'm you just like, this made me like appreciate that. yellow-faced drag man. <laughs> See, the thing is, you could, you could do something like that, but, you know, have that big complex thing set up already or something, you know, 
you know, they, they need to plan it out better. That should have been set up already. And then they could have done some of the more high-octane stuff, you know, like the... Because some of the tricks were really good. Like the thing, he had like the stacked crossbows and all mm-hmm. shot at the same time around his partner. Well, I don't even believe his sister, actually. Um, shot his sister, like, you know, one either side of her and then one between the legs. That was impressive. That was cool. Well, I mean, it was all impressive, um, but it just wasn't great telly, was it? No, bad TV. Uh, it was sort of stuff that's really great. You know, I've seen those sort of acts at the Tower Circus in Blackpool. I've seen a guy do a crossbow act, and it's really good. But then, I mean, my favourite bit, though, just that final William Tell yeah. bit at the end, and he misses the apple. And he my favourite bit... It, it just didn't hit where you wanted it to. <laughs> like, it's technically, it's technically there, but it I'm didn't... just like, oh, no. I mean, I don't think you can say... It, it, it went away because you know he didn't hit his head, which is you know Thank that's God. a bonus. You know, thankfully he went left of the apple rather than below the apple. But my favorite bit is that he tries to do a little bit of sleight of hand and pull the apple and the arrow at the, at the same time and quickly jab it into the apple, and then the producers like roll the replay from the rehearsal footage where it hits perfectly. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's clearly a different shot. He didn't do that same face. Yeah. I then, just love that moment. Yeah, well, we don't know what we'd have done. You know, I did feel sorry for him. You think all that farting about and then it doesn't work, you know? <laughs> I think there's a reason crossbows aren't on stage at Eurovision anymore. No. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. For, Along with you know, ladders and trolleys. Reasons. Yeah. I I have to say, I thought the two presenters were very um uh, professional. Yeah. A lot of languages spoken. I have no issues fast-forwarding through them. Yeah, so. me, me old Lola could, <laughs> Lola could speak about six languages really, really well. So that was impressive. And she looked great looking like the frilly lizard. So, you know. Good old Dilophosaurus Lola. Yeah. Dilophosaurus. Yeah, whatever. And what about the postcards? Um, we haven't mentioned the postcards. They did have frilly postcard edging, which I quite liked. They did. You know they, what they, I liked about the postcards this year? What? That I could fast forward through. Yeah, they were too long. <laughs> and. and Long. <laughs> and I and I just wrote, you know, it's not like they're they're having to set up masses of, you know, like nowadays, whether you've got, you know, bloody, you know, all that kind of malarkey to set up. You know, they just had to get people off and on again. So why were the postcards so long? Who knows? Maybe a little bit like, you know, the drums and keyboards and stuff setting up, but that is literally it. There was no yeah. props, not a single prop to be seen in this Eurovision. No. Not even a bird. In the not even a bird puppet, no. Poor Matty, he always wants a bird puppet now, and I think he's just going to be disappointed, darling. I don't think there's I don't know. another I'm one. I hope this year. Yeah. Maybe Sam Ryder's going to pull one out. Well, quite. And also a bird puppet. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, points, voting, whatever you want to call it, fairly uneventful. He just dragged. Yeah. I had it on double speed. Yeah. <laughs> Iceland got no points. No- Tur- Turkey only got two people to vote for it. Yeah. I know. That's what just... kind of hell world were we living in where this happened? Who did what? Does yeah. we not like fun? Juries? Yeah. Ugh, it was a ban a ban and jury. I think the juries just hate fun no. and being happy. Yeah, this was an, an interesting year. Interesting. I'm glad I'm a part of this podcast. Muy interesante. Yeah. Any guesses what year we're doing next? No, come on, tell us. Probably 2022. Because, you know... Yes, 2022! Yeah. It's time! Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. 2022? <laughs> oh, my God, yay! Oh! <laughs> yes! 
Well, that's a surprise, yes. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a good one. It's coming home. I can feel it in my bones. It's coming home to the UK. Oh, that's not yeah. going to happen, is it, Chris? Totally. Well, it will come but home if, if Ukraine wins, because then the BBC will 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 offer to host. We are in a running if Ukraine wins to be one of the hosts. Yeah, it'll probably, it'll probably be one of the big five who host. Yeah, yeah, or all but, of them. Honestly, I mean, pre 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 twenty twenty two talk, I reckon easily left hand win, left hand side finish for the UK, easily. A lot of people um, saying top ten for the UK. Oh God! I could, it would I make such a change. Be surprised by a top five. I honestly oh. wouldn't be surprised by a top five for the UK. It's lovely to hear your optimism, Chris, but I still think we are pariah. No, no, there's a new pariah. They're not in the contest this year. Oh yes, yeah, that's true. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. The really big pariahs are not there, so yeah. I take it Belarus isn't coming in either, is it? They no. are. Absolutely. No, they're, they're out for another five years, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they can come back in twenty to twenty twenty six. Yeah. They can come back never. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, no, I do want them back because there's just a rich, you know, a rich scene of just utter brilliant, glorious trash for their national selection process. You know, their national selection process gave us uh, the zombie song. It gave us Kinky Boots with Daz Sampson. Oh right. You know, yes. There's, there's a rich vein of brilliant garbage so I, I do want them back eventually when they sort out their dictator problem yeah yeah it's it's you know well, I the dictators don't like the eurovision very much do they because it's a bit too gay for them <laughs> it's a shame because they're all fucking each other yeah god <laughs> putin and lukashenko yeah. are butt buddies yeah we can make this a rumor yeah you heard it here first <laughs> so until next time, when we'll tell you which world leaders are fucking each other. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Au revoir. La 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 la